Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Talking Freelance. I am so excited to be here with you today. I get asked this question so many times, so I wanted to just dedicate an entire episode to it, and I hope that it find, that you find it super helpful. Um, it gives you some good ideas and helps you implement some new programs or some apps or websites, um, all of that into your business. So I'm going to do a quick run through of the top 21 programs that I use to run my six-figure online business. And I will share the purpose of each of them. Um, and I will let you know, like if I've tried some other ones where I came to find these and why I like them. So just kind of a really good overview of what I feel I have a solid tech stack, um, per se, um, to run my business pretty smoothly. In my opinion, um, I'm always looking at adding new technology and making sure that I have the latest and greatest because I want to make my life super simple. And I do think that tech can make your life super simple. So some things I still do a little bit on the old school side. So um, you'll definitely kind of get a little bit of a giggle out of those things as well as we jump into that. So first and foremost is Upwork. Obviously, that is where I find 75%, 80% of my business typically so I use it as a referral source. I use it as a time tracker. That's how I do all of my like all of my billing for those clients. I have the mobile app on my phone and I have the desktop app on my computer so I can use the time tracker. So that's pretty much um, that in a nutshell. The nice thing with the app is I get a notification. So it alerts me when um, someone has sent me a message. I usually don't respond on my phone. It's just kind of a mental boundary that I've done. Um, but it, it allows me to get back to checking, um, on a message if I need to. So that's just kind of where I've drawn the line. So that would be number one. Number two is Canva. And if you haven't checked out Canva, Canva has been become a huge resource for me, um, in my business. It helps me create social media content. It helps me create, um, ebooks. It helps me create digital assets for people's websites. So I use that in my business um, for client work as well as my personal business. So um, it's just is a great resource and a great tool. There's a lot of different trainings that I've found. Um, you can find, you know, short, quick tips on TikTok, how to use and maximize Canva. There's a lots of different YouTube tutorials. There's lots of different, like if you go to the the Canva site, there's lots of different tutorials there as well. One of the things that I really like is the Canva palette. Um, so I will put that link in the show notes as well, because I'm not sure if I'm calling it exactly correct, but, um, it's where you can say, I want a blue and a green. It'll come up with a color combination. So that's how I work with a lot of my clients who need some support with branding, um, or just are looking for different color combinations. So all of these programs or applications or websites that I'm sharing with you on today's episode, I will also link in the show notes. So you have those as well. The third one 
is, and these are not in any really particular order, just so you know, these are just kind of like, as I was brainstorming, as I've been like working through my week here, um, I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything. So that's kind of where, how they landed in this order. So the third one is QuickBooks Online. And that's how I make sure that I track all of my income, all of my expenses. It's something that I can make sure that, you know, I, I don't have any bank errors. The amount of money that's going in my account is the correct amount of money. And at the end of the year, it makes processing my taxes really quick and easy. And my accountant can have live access to that as well. So, um, there's lots of other programs out there. I basically went with QuickBooks Online simply because that's what my accountant recommended. So that's where um, I landed on that. I don't really have a huge preference on that, but I do think that a software can be super beneficial. Um, the next one is my Google Calendar. I live through my Google Calendar. If it's not on my Google Calendar, it doesn't exist. I cannot rely on my brain. At one point in time, I could rely on my brain, but not anymore. I just have kind of blessed and released it. It needs to go on my calendar. That's the boundary. So it's kind of interesting like how I use it. I have all of my kids' activities on there. I have family activities on there. I have work activities on there. I have carved out time for personal um, activities in my Google Calendar as well. And so that is something that is super important to me. Um, and one thing that I do is I will send calendar invites to my kids and to my family just so they have it on their calendars as well. And what I try to do doesn't always work, but try is I tell the kids to send me calendar invites as well. So that's become super important for me. So I know exactly where my day is and I map things out. So I will even go to the extent of putting in my Google Calendar specific work times. So I will calendar it out when I'm going to record podcasts for you, you know, things like that. So you just have to pick something and own it. Sometimes if you want to use a paper calendar, like that's fine. I'm just on the go so much that I need it to be synced up to my phone. And I found that Google Calendars do exactly what I need it to do. So number four um, was Google Calendar. Number five is Calendly. So if you are working with clients and you want them to select a time that works for them, um, it's going to be super important to have a calendar. Um, I use it most of the time. Sometimes during the summer, I do take my calendar offline just because I don't want, um, I want to be more in control of when people can book with me. And so then I will have, you know, I'll go with the email back and forth of like what works and what doesn't work. But what happens more times than not, and the reason that I think that Calendly is important for me to use is because I might be trying to schedule a call with three different clients. And if I say, hey, I have Monday from eight to noon available, they might all want or two of them might want 9 a.m. or something like that. Whereas if I have them, here's my access to my calendar and I can tell them like, hey, please book on Monday or please book on Tuesday, you know, or something like that. I can direct them there. But then the nice thing with that is they are set up on my calendar. So it immediately adds to my calendar. I don't have to touch it. I just need to show up to the meeting. So that's a great segue into number five or number six. I'm sorry. Number six is Zoom. So Zoom and Calendly are connected together. And Zoom is 
where I do all of my meetings. So that has become something that's super important to me. I have every one of my clients, I have them come into my personal Zoom room so I don't have to send out a bunch of different links. They all have to wait in the waiting room. So I've never had the issue of like multiple people showing up at the same time. If someone does, you know, they look at their calendar wrong, which can happen. Um, and they show up at the at a different time um, than they're supposed to be. I just exit them out of the waiting room and it's no big deal. Um, number seven is something new that I'm, it's becoming a really quick favorite. So when I'm doing all of my calls right now with clients, I take diligent notes. Like I'm constantly writing. I'm like, Hey, hold on. Let me write that down. Hey, hold on. So one of my clients recommended Fathom and that is an app within Zoom and it's a note taker app it will transcribe my calls. It will pull highlights so far. And I've only been using it for a few weeks. I am super impressed. So if I do, you know, change my mind on it, I will definitely, you know, update the show notes. But as of right now, I really love it that it's connected right through, um, right through Zoom. So number eight is going to be my notes app. My notes app that's integrated into my phone. So I have an Apple iPhone. I have a Apple Mac computer. So I can put a note on my phone and it will be live in my computer. I can do the same thing on my computer and it'll automatically go in my phone. Um, The nice thing is I can send things to my kids through there. Like I'll send them a note, like reminders, things that I don't want to get muddied up in text messages. Um, So that's been something that's huge for me. And I just like it that I can access it across multiple different devices. The next one is Slack. Um, Slack is something that I use for a while and then I don't use it for a while. It just kind of depends on the workflow that I have with clients. Um, What Slack does for me is it cuts down on emails and it, it gives me a place to um, work with clients and attach things, things that don't that I don't want to get lost in the email craziness of my inbox. Um, so definitely check that out if you need some if you need to communicate with different teams, um, because what I like it for is you can have like I have one team of client one of my clients has a team of like eight people, so I can be having these sidebar conversations with these individuals, but then we can have group chats as well. Again, I don't want them to have access to my cell phone number. So Slack is a great alternative for that. I can share images. I can share links. I can upload files, all of that right in Slack. Um, And I do use the free version. There is a paid version, but I've always used the free version and it's done exactly what I needed it to do. So um, the next one is Loom. So since I am in a space where I'm working with a lot of different clients at a lot of different tech levels, teaching is something that is super important to me. I want my clients to understand what I'm working on, what I did, what it looks like, why I did what I did. And I personally feel like I can explain that better in a video showing them rather than typing it all out in an email. So Loom is another free software. Again, there's a paid version. I only have the free version and it works just fine for me where I can turn on and it will record 
my whole computer. It will record a window. It will record a tab, um, whatever you need it to record. And then you have a link that you can then share an email um, through your email program, or you can send it directly through Loom as well. So that has been a game changer for me. And it the cool thing that I like is I know when my clients are watching the videos. So if they're continue to ask me questions that I know that I answered in those looms, I can go back to them and say, hey, here's a refresher. Here's my loom. I answered all of your questions in here. Take a look. Let me know if you have any further questions. Um, it definitely saves me some time as well. So um, next one is Grammarly. All the way back to elementary school, all the way back to high school, everything. Grammar was not my strength. So knowing that, knowing that I'm in a professional industry and I should, it's this unwritten rule of like, I'm expected to pick up grammar mistakes when clients send me over copy. I'm not going to do that naturally. So Grammarly has been a game changer for me. Um, It makes sentence structure, it checks spelling, and it's literally like going to go through a document. It also does, it works in my notes app. It also works in Canva. It also works to make sure that I'm using proper grammar in my Upwork messages. So it's on my computer, but it it's across the entire my entire computer system. Um, so that has been huge for me as well. Um, something that I do not think that I could live without without sound, looking unprofessional to clients at times. So that definitely is helpful. Um, if you're ever in a position where you need to track your time, and it's working with a client that is not on Upwork, or you just want to know how long something's going to take, um, I recommend Toggle Track. Toggle Track is you turn your time tracker on, you turn it off. The reason I like it is because it's very similar to um, to the Upwork app, and it's just pretty straightforward there, and it's also free. So um, the next one is Kajabi. Kajabi is the meat and potatoes the bread and butter. It's what I use to make my six-figure freelance business run. Um, I have my courses on there. This podcast is hosted on there. I have different programming. I have all of my contacts. It's my emails. It's everything for me. So I have one place there that I log in to run the back end of all of my business. So for me, that's a game changer. Highly recommend it. Um, So let's jump into more of like the tactical things. So um, the next couple are about communication. So communication for me is super important. I want to meet clients where they're at. I want to make things easy for them, but also easy for me. And I don't love my clients having my cell phone number. I just want that boundary put in place. So I will download these extra apps to make sure um, that there is that boundary in place. And so one of them is Voxer and that's how I can communicate with clients. I can leave, again, it's very similar to Loom. I still prefer Loom over Voxer, but Voxer is a phone app that is an audio app. You can also send files through there. It's not video. Um, but again, it's free. So again, just another option for communication. All right. Um, the next one is recently, there's so many two-step authenticators out there that if I have one Kajabi account that has a two-step authenticator and I need to log in with another one, it doesn't send the code to my phone. So there's a thing called Google Authenticator 
and it's all set up. It's pretty straightforward. Um, it's still newer to me, but it has definitely helped me out tremendously. So I open the Google Authenticator app on my phone, click on the client that I need to put a code in for, type the code in, and it's recycling numbers every, I think it's like every 15 to 30 seconds. Um, but that has been a game changer for me. So I don't have to constantly get phone text messages as well. So definitely check that out if you have clients that you have to have the two-step authenticator on for different things. Um, one that's pretty straightforward, um, but is a huge help for me is my phone alarm. So I don't just use it in the morning to get up. I use it throughout the day as simple reminders like, hey, are you drinking? Like, am I getting enough fluids during the day? Because that's important to me. Am I eating? Like, I have another checkpoint. Like, all of those different things throughout the day to make sure that I'm taking care of myself as well. Because when I'm working with a client, I am like all in and focused. And that is super important for me to make sure that I'm going through um, my day doing what I need to do for myself as well. And sometimes I get so focused. I love going to pick up my daughter. I love just that break in the middle of the day so I can regroup myself personally and come back and sit at my desk and get another couple hours of work done. But I always set alarm because I don't want to be late for her. Um, not that I would, but it's my insurance policy to make sure that I'm not. If I'm just so laser focused, I don't look at the clock sometimes. And so this is just a quick check reminder. Oh, hey, time to go. Um, one thing that I do like a lot because I am on the computer, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day some days, and I still want to learn. I still want to read but I just don't have the, the bandwidth in my eyes sometimes. So I will, I have an audible subscription and so I listen to books. So I like podcasts for quick times in the car, but I also like audible for just listening to books instead of reading them. Um, cause at this point in time, reading a book really puts me to sleep. So I want to make sure that I am consuming the content. So audible has been something that I've used for many years and really appreciate that. Um, that one I d is a paid subscription. Um, next one is, I did them out of order, so that's why you're not getting numbers, but they will all be numbered in the show notes. So the next one is called Small PDF, and it's a website, and it is a, I do pay for it. Um, it's a very nominal fee, but it is a game changer. It allows me to pull images out of PDFs. It allows you to transfer an image into a PDF. It allows you to transfer a PDF back into a Word document. It allows you to edit PDFs. It's it's something that you don't know you need until you're like, oh my gosh, I have to edit this and I don't know how. So at least check it out because there's so many ways that you can use it. I've used it to sign documents. I've used it to fill in documents, all of those different things. So definitely check that one out. It is a gem for sure. Um, I have clients who share passwords with me on a regular basis. There is a ton of different password sharers out there. Some are safer than others. Um, one that I have used is NordPass. That's the one that I have found to be the least glitchy and the most reliable. So I'll let you just kind of check that one out. Pretty straightforward um, on that is just allowing them to share passwords with you that way. And then Shift is what I use for my email. I have multiple different emails that I manage. I don't want to have to log out, log in all throughout the day 
So shift just is something that I have one place and I can toggle between the different emails and it's organized and I just appreciate how it looks. That is a yearly fee that I pay. Um, but for me, it's worth it. So the last one that I want to spend a little bit of time on is Google Drive. And I feel like this could be a whole episode in itself, but um, I'm just going to do a little bit of an overview. So again, send me messages if you have questions on any of this technology, because I want to make sure that you understand if you have other ideas of something that works great. Like, hey, I heard you say that you use this, but I really recommend this. Let me know that too. I would love to love to check different um pieces of technology and apps and things like that out as well. So the last one is Google Drive. That is what I could not function on a daily basis with, right up there with my calendar. Each of my clients have a folder in my Google Drive. Within that folder, they have a what I call a working doc. Sometimes I share access to that, sometimes I don't. It's a place when they're sending me all of these links in my email, they're like, oh, so-and-so shared a file with you. I am never going to remember where that file is. I will take that link, put it in that document, and it's right there. Um, Then I don't have to sift through my email. So that is a huge time saver for me. Um, If if I'm creating documents for them, I make sure that I create them within their folder because then at the end, and I wrap up a client project, I can pass that off to them. And then I can consolidate that into like a past client folder. So I never get rid of it, but it's not taking up prime real estate in my brain, in my Google Drive, and it's all consolidated into one place. Um, Google Sheets is another thing that I really appreciate, um, but really it's Google Docs that I use on a regular basis. I do a lot of like program mapping, um, a lot of like project management, things like that. So um, in the Google Documents, there's these checkboxes so people can know where I'm at with statuses and things like that. They can go to their Google Doc of my workflow and know what I'm working on, and they don't have to send me an email to ask. So it's all of these things are just kind of time savers that I have really worked on implementing. Um, so again, that's what I use. There's 21 of them. I don't think I missed any of them um, as I go through my list here. No. Um, so there's 21 of them. feel like I have a really well-rounded, solid foundation of tech for my business um, that has really helped me increase my productivity, holds me accountable, allows me to stay organized, and on top of my client work, that needs to be taken care of um, in the timely manner that they expected and deserve it. So again, send me a message if you have anything that you would love to share with me. If you have any questions on the tech that I have, I would love to, you know, do a deeper dive on any of those as well. So thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.